at, at the end of this uh, six-month program, <laughs> I was a little 15-year-old and I had to write a book while going to school and then interacting with all of these adults that were a lot older than me. <laughs> and eventually I um, got to the end of the program and I had this day called the Crucible, which was all of us pitching to agents that Angie knew. And that was terrifying. <laughs> Hi friends, this is Read and Write with Natasha podcast. My name is Natasha Tynes and I'm an author and a journalist. In this channel, I talk about the writing life, review books and interview authors. Hope you enjoy the journey. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Read and Write with Natasha. I am very happy uh, to have with me today uh, author Sarah Humphreys, who lives in uh, Utah and is a diehard fantasy nerd that cannot stop uh, talking about dragons and anime. So what makes Sarah special is that she's a teenager and she already has a published uh, novel and I'm so excited to talk with her about it. So uh, Sarah, um, while trying to get through high school by burying herself in Japanese TV shows and creating her own words and characters, she actually managed to publish this book, Stone Cold. Very impressive. So, uh, Sarah, she does make friends, but only with people who can stand her habit of constantly talking during movies to critique the plot. So, Sarah, I'm so happy to have you here with me and welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. Good, good. So Sarah, um, before we get started, I would just um, uh, wanted, wanted you to tell the, the viewers and the listeners about your most recent published novel, Stone Cold. So if you can tell us briefly about it uh, and, um, you know, the floor is yours. Okay. It's a young adult fantasy, and there's some romance in there, and it's about a kingdom where everyone wears enchanted stones that take away emotion, but there are some people that the stones don't work on, so those people are hunted down and executed. But um, So the main character is one of those people that the stones don't work on, so she has to hide herself, pretend to be emotionless, and she's the princess of this kingdom. So all eyes are on her. She's a royal, but she can still be executed. And so it's basically her story of dealing with expressing herself and her anxiety in this very toxic environment. And there's some romance in there with a guard and a prince, <laughs> because that's YA, and I like that trope. <laughs> and and that's that's the book. Oh, cool. I, I love YA. <laughs> <laughs> and and as as you can tell, uh, uh, I'm not a young adult, uh, <laughs> I'm middle aged, but YA is is the best. So, um, how did you get the idea for this novel? Well, almost everything that I write is based off of the books that I read and the TV shows that I watch. I watch a lot of TV. It's a problem, <laughs> but because I watch a lot of TV, I get a lot of ideas, and I'm exposed to new character arcs and and plots. So, uh, one thing that I I really liked with with this book is that 
I took uh, like a medieval fantasy kingdom with with magic and added in like kind of like a dystopian esque emotionless society because I like shows that have that plot line in it books like the giver delirium uh four dead queens those books i've read a lot of books where something human is taken away from the main characters and that's really cool i like to explore that and so that's where the idea came from hmm. how many books do you read uh, a month a week a day <laughs> Uh, it, it varies dramatically because during during school i read in all my classes Okay. Yeah, I I don't pay attention. Well, I do pay attention. I, I just I just read a lot, especially since I I have uh, four English classes. So oh, wow. the English classes usually have like oh fifteen minutes of reading uh, at the beginning of the class, and everyone's like, oh come on, seriously? And I'm like, yes, I I can read, and I don't have to worry about paying attention to what the teacher. You know I'm recording this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I, I read a lot during the school year. I'm trying to read a lot during the summer too. Um, I'm I just finished a book series that I really like, so I, I think I'll start another one soon. Which which series? It's uh, it's from uh, the Grisha verse, uh, Six yeah. of Crows, King of Scars, oh. Shadow and Bone, like that universe okay. and i just finished uh the king of scars duology oh wow. yeah uh so you're you're uh what we would call a, a teen author uh so how, how old are you if you don't mind me asking actually i am 18 right now why you're an adult <laughs> yeah yeah i still I, i'm still a teenager uh, but i i started the book when i was 15 and i got a contract when i was 16 and now i'm 18. publishing a book takes a long time i know so okay so i'm curious you know i i talk with a lot of authors on on this podcast and you know, all of them, the majority of them, you know, they're, they pitch to agents, um, you know, it's taking them a really hard time to find one. Uh, they've been doing it for years. Uh, some of them just go to the route of self-publishing or go with small press that don't require an agent. How did you get one so fast? I'm assuming it fast since you're, you're only uh, uh, how, yeah. how, Did you pitch too many? How, how did the whole thing happen? Well, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I have talked to a lot of authors, and the path to publishing is paved with blood and broken manuscripts. <laughs> and exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, uh, luckily for me, I I found an option that's a little more kid friendly as okay. a movie. Uh. So I was actually really lucky though because I had uh, because I had a next door neighbor. Uh, that went through a writing program called the Calliope Inner Circle, and it was run by Angie Fenimore, who is a New York Times bestselling author. And what happened is that anyone who was interested in writing and had enough money um, could like come in and um, learn how to write a book from her and learn how to pitch. And that was incredibly helpful. Someone who actually sat me down and, and taught me how to write a query letter okay. and how to talk to people and how to establish relationships. Like a lot of people who are published nowadays are published because they know somebody and they're able to um, make connections and, and like 
<laughs> know the right people and be able to um, publish that way because agents are a lot more likely to um, accept you if you know them and you, you have credibility with them. At least that's what I've learned. So uh, at the end of this uh, six month program, <laughs> I was a little 15 year old and I had to write a book while going to school and then interacting with all of these adults that were a lot older than me. <laughs> and eventually I um, got to the end of the program and I had this day called the crucible, which was all of us pitching to agents that Angie knew. and. That was terrifying. <laughs> was it face to face or was it uh, online? It, it was it was over Zoom, but uh, yeah. Angie was basically saying, "Okay, you go in, you do your pitch. They say yes, they say no. You go out, you sit down, you wait for like five more hours, and then we have another agent for you, and you go in again." Okay. So. She, she was saying, treat this as the interview of your life because it is. And the bathrooms are over there. You can throw up. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> so that was that was what the day was like. Uh, I actually uh, pitched to one agent uh, who was uh, Richard Paul Evans' agent. <laughs> she said no. I went outside into the car and cried. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went back because I had to pitch to more people. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I I did actually get a full manuscript request from an agent, thankfully, from Morgan James Publishing, and that was how I got accepted, and I was able to edit the book and get feedback from people, which is an entirely different kind of monster in the first place, yeah, <laughs> just kidding, yeah. uh, editing, and I had to do that 2020 over the summer, so that was, that was a hard year for everyone. <laughs> um, Hi. Okay, sorry. So I'm just curious. So you took the writing program, or it was like a writing workshop, and mm -hmm. as like at the end of the workshop, there was an event where you would meet with agents, and that, and then you pitched, and then you got a request uh, for a full manuscript from one of the agents. You sent it to them, and he accepted or she accepted. Yep, that was how it happened. Wow. And so you never actually went through the process of cold pitching. No, uh, thankfully, because that that would be hard and terrifying. And I know that a lot of authors have done that and commend to them. <laughs> OK, so how unique are you in the fact that uh, how many 15 year olds out there who actually have an agent published a book? I don't think there are many. I mean, am I mistaken? Or do you guys have a community <laughs> called the <laughs> Agent it, it Club? Would, it would be cool if we did, yeah. <laughs> so do you know others who've done that? No, I, I have heard of other teenage authors who, who have uh, gotten traditionally published, but I don't know them personally. Okay. So, okay, so let's go back in time and how did you get started like for example with my kids i like to take them to the library and we talk but the idea of them committing to writing a book the a book now with all the distractions of you know the social media and the video games and you know and their friends are not doing that you know so there's this also this social this peer pressure uh so you know um how how can i make my my daughter or my son publish the book tell me give me some time uh, well, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I'm not the right person to give advice for that because um, I started 
writing when I was like three or four or five. I didn't even, I, I couldn't even write yet. I, I just went up to my mom and I asked her to uh, write the words that I had in my head. And then I would draw the pictures on the little like paper booklet. And then I would staple the pages together. And those were my first books. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been, I've been writing for that long. And then I got an access to, and then I got access to a computer. And then I started typing out my books. They were, they were very short and very bad but I was writing. <laughs> um, and that's basically it. I mean, I've, I've written for my entire life. That's something that's really appealing to me. I love fantasy. I love adventures and magic. And I always found that more interesting than the real world where physics and gravity is a thing <laughs> and must be obeyed. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's always been my dream to be a published author because, you know, if I'm good at something, um, might as well make your career out of it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, everyone knew that. Everyone who knows me knew that for a while. And so when the opportunity arose to go into the writing program, when I was doing high school for the first time, which was terrifying, but uh, I, I did it and here I am now. So any of your parents or, or immediate family members, are any of them into writing and reading or um, just only you? Uh, no, not not really. I mean, they, they do like reading if they have the time. Mostly it's just my friends, my friends that I have. I have a writing group and mm. all of them are interested in writing. They're also artists, which is unfair because <laughs> that means that they are authors who can draw their characters and do fan art, which it, I, <laughs> I can't do, and that's not fair. <laughs> so how did, I um, assume like you're, you're famous at your, your high school, how, how did that, <laughs> how did that fame affect you that, you know, make you more popular or, uh, you know, just curious, how does the dynamic now? Cause you know, high schools are not an easy place to navigate. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, at, at my high school, at least I, I actually got a shout out on um, morning announcements. It's like our sports team have won the state championship for the 10th time in a row. This sports team, this sports team, this and the, oh my gosh, I have such a sporty school. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the girls lacrosse team took a medal and then their own book. Congratulations. And then that was the morning announcements. Okay. Uh, uh yeah so uh, sometimes i uh, i had people like come up to me and be like hey you're sarah that's cool and i'm like i don't know you but thanks <laughs> uh i don't know as 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 popular as a very socially anxious doesn't talk to many people teenager can get at, at high school but a lot of people did know me and they were happy for me which was nice i i actually graduated from high school a couple days ago and oh, i got at graduation oh so wow that was amazing yeah so has any of them read the book uh-huh a lot of people have read the book actually in my english class um english 12 uh, there was <laughs> my teacher for the final project had to uh made us read a book and then do a whole lot of things on it like summary talk it out like in the front of the class write a poem just a whole lot of different things and two of the boys in my class chose to do the project on my book because oh, wow. that was an option and it turned out 
really funny. Is is your book available at your school library or the public library? Yeah, it is. Oh wow! Ah, that's 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 really nice. So, what are your plans now? You just graduated from from high school. What is what is the next path for you? Well, I I am definitely going to try to not watch as much TV during the summer as I did last summer and okay. the summer before that and the summer before that. <laughs> well, it was the uh, pandemic, yeah. so you have an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I I want to. Um, I'm working on a whole lot of different books right now. I'm working oh. on the sequel to. Um, Hello, doggo. How are you? I'm working. <laughs> uh, I'm working on the sequel to uh, the the one that I published right now. Although it's kind of hard because writing is kind of hard. Yeah. And, and I have to kill off a couple characters, which is hard. And so I, I'm kind of procrastinating writing that one and working on other projects that I like more. So I, I, I but I, I really do want to uh, finish that one and get it published. That would be that would be cool, just like the first one. So I, I have that in my future, and I'm going to BYU in in the fall. I'm taking classes there. Don't know what my major is going to be, but I'll figure it out. Is that <laughs> going to be English? I, probably English. Probably. <laughs> you have doubts? <laughs> yeah. What else? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm interested in a lot of different things. I'm okay. interested in biology, conservation, mm -hmm. psychology, history, just a whole lot of different stuff. But yeah, that's basically my plan for the future. Just write more and try to get published more and get through college, which is, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that works out. Uh, it'd be great. And uh, so, like, do you ever dream or visualize of being like the next Stephen King? I don't know. Who, who's the biggest name of this genre? That uh, Brandon? Probably, no. Probably. Well, I mean, you could go through like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, J.K. Yeah. Rowling, and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, but there are all are a lot of people that that are getting more famous as of right now, like um, Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, Brandon Sanderson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that would that would be cool to be as popular as those guys. So they're gonna be the next Brandon Sanderson. Oh, I hope he's a really good writer, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a very nice guy. I actually um, listened to a number of his interviews, and he's uh, oh, yeah. he's actually doing a Kickstarter, or he just finished the Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, uh, he lied to everyone for a very long time, and then he was like, "Surprise! <laughs> more, more books." Because yeah. I don't sleep or I don't eat, I just write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so okay, I want. So what do you the the books that you're publishing? Are you gonna go with the same agent, same publisher? Yeah, probably. Although my parents are somewhat against it because um, it's a hybrid publisher. It's not like a fancy traditional publisher like uh, HarperCollins or, or other publishers like that, where where they do a lot of the marketing and the author can just sit back a little bit. I have to do a lot of the marketing and getting the book out and all this stuff. Uh, and uh, when the contract, uh, when my contract was signed, um, I had to give them five thousand dollars and then i have to buy a thousand copies of my book and then sell them to people 
that is a lot to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so even though I get uh, really cool cover art from the publisher and I and my book is on stuff outside of Amazon, that's really nice. Uh, it is slightly daunting to come up with that amount of money when I want to publish a book with them. So my parents are and and me are are kind of tossing around the idea of self-publishing it. Like, but I'm not I'm not sure. We'll figure it out. I haven't even written the first draft yet. Hmm. Yeah. Um but how how did it do the book? How did it sell? It's it's actually been selling pretty well. Uh, I, I went around to people in my neighborhood and to farmer's markets and, and sold my book that way. And I make a lot of money that way. So that's, that's kind of cool. I haven't done that for a while because, you know, school, <laughs> but I'm out of school now. So I'm really hoping doing that again. Uh, but yeah, it's actually been selling pretty well on Amazon. At least it's, I think, I think overall my efforts on Amazon have sold about, uh, like, I sold 500 copies in the first couple of months, which which is nice because that's the amount of copies the average traditional published traditionally published book sells in like a year. Yeah. So at least from at least from their publishing um, company. So that's that's really cool. That's a little bit hopeful. That's that's really good. Um, so okay, so you're you're still not sure if, if you want to self-publish or not. Okay, so um, I want to talk about feedback. You know, as authors, uh, we always get feedback. Some of them is really good and some is, is really bad. And I want to hear, especially, you know, you're, you're pretty young and um, how do you deal with negative feedback like for for someone who's, who's like me, yeah. you know i might have a thicker skin i developed it over time but you know for you like if i think of my daughter or whatever like how would how would she deal with that if you ever got any negative feedback uh well i did get a lot of negative feedback during the editing process which you're you're supposed to get uh but for me as someone who'd never actually given their writing to someone else to read. That was the first time someone had ever like read anything that I had written. Uh, it was soul crushing for me uh, because, um, well, a whole lot of people were critiquing stuff and I didn't like that. I thought my writing was perfect. Spoiler yeah. alert, it was not perfect. Absolutely not. Nobody's <laughs> I, writing I, is perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of had to learn okay. that um negative feedback during the editing process at least is a very good thing i i had made a lot of mistakes on the first couple of drafts of my book so i <laughs> that that was a self-realization for me so like i read the comments on on the on the documents that people left and then i would cry and then i would eat popcorn and then fix it <laughs> and read the comments again <laughs> uh yeah but i i got through it as as for uh negative feedback for my book uh it is kind of funny because i uh when when i read the negative reviews i agree with them actually <laughs> uh, because this is my first book it was not perfect. I definitely did not know, at least somewhat, um, how a medieval kingdom works, at least not all the way. So, how uh, would you? I mean, I don't know how a medieval Yeah, yeah. Like, I actually had to do research on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, a lot of, a lot of people have um, negative feedback on my book based on, like, 
the world building or the dialogue because it's not like um it doesn't fit all the way to that era and i agree with that yes that is an actual problem that my book has and some people critique it because you know it's very ya it's very ya i thought i thought i was being smart i i was not i read like three other books with the exact same plot line at least towards the end and yeah uh but how, how, how do you define very ya i'm just curious I, very well um i've uh okay well i've read like four other books that the main character was in a love triangle with her personal guard and a prince okay <laughs> uh so that is a trope in ya that is uh widespread uh but and people who just don't like the book in general like just don't like anything about it like people are entitled to their opinions i'm fine with that but the general reception uh, of people um uh, are impressed with the book and they like it and people have um come to me and said that it's helped them with their anxiety which mm -hmm. is amazing that was an unforeseen side effect <laughs> i just wanted to I just wanted to uh, publish the book and have a good time and get my story out, but um, it's actually uh, starting to help people with um, expressing themselves and uh, dealing with um, mental health issues, which is amazing. And so, you know what? As as long as as long as uh, I have I have those people and I have those really heartfelt written five star reviews, and and I know that a whole lot of people really like the book, I'm I'm pretty much okay with any negative feedback that people throw my way. Hmm. So what is your writing routine? When do you write? How often do you write? Or do you have a routine? Or how, how does it work? I kind of have a routine, at least in the school year, because I, I, I had school and now I have a job. So there's a lot of stuff that takes up my time now. So I basically write at night in my closet. In your closet? In my closet, yeah. I have a closet in my room, and there's blankets there, and pillows, and it's nice. It's like <laughs> a closed space where I can just write. <laughs> and, and how do you type on a laptop on on your? Yeah, yeah. I type on I type on a computer. Do you have a desk there? No, I just <laughs> sit in my closet among the blankets and put it okay. in my lap. And then I like turn on some music to add atmosphere and emotion, and then I write. <laughs> I like that. And and how long do you stay in the closet? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, when it's not night, until my parents are like, Sarah. <laughs> um, but I, other other than that, um, I I just uh, write until. The music can't keep me awake anymore, and then I fall asleep in the closet. Well, I haven't fallen asleep in the closet as of yet. As of yet, I probably will sometime, but okay. I, I usually okay. go back to my bed and then fall asleep. Okay, so you're like average two hours a day in in the closet. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I try to write as often as possible. Like if I have like spare moments in between doing stuff, it's it's summer though, so I do have a lot more free time, and I'm not just going to be constrained to writing in my closet at night. <laughs> so I love that'll be that. 
uh, do you have a picture of the closet? Maybe you can email. No, but, but it's basically okay. How about this? It, it's basically like closet. Oh, well, <laughs> I see it. I see it. Okay. Well, well, this is my room, but it's basically a closet like that. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Wow. So, okay. So let's say uh, someone your age or like someone's 15, they want to follow along your path. What would you tell them? What are the tips that they should take, you know, avoid uh, mistakes to avoid, uh, you know, Best, you know, you're an experienced published author now, so you have a lot to say and teach others. What would you tell them? So you have you like, what would you tell yourself? You know, uh, your younger self of like, you know, four years back. <laughs> well, again, very um, uh, something that's very helpful is to make connections, get to know people. I I have a friend um, named Kylie who who um who met an author at a convention and she talked about her book and the author's agent um, suggested that she send in the manuscript. So just talking to people can, can get you published and get you new opportunities. Um, as for just writing, uh, <laughs> uh, writing at all is extremely helpful. A lot of authors never finish anything. A lot of people who want to get published just don't find the time to actually finish an entire manuscript. So if you do finish an entire manuscript and get it all edited and nice and and the best you can, you are miles ahead of everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, and if you just if you just keep writing and if you have more manuscripts to deal with, um it allows you to um have a lot more leeway with publishing and you know, I know a whole lot of authors, including Brandon Sanderson, uh, Trisha Levenseller. Um, I can't name any off the top of my head any more than that. Uh, but they they wrote a whole lot until they were able to get published. Mm. So you you just keep writing, and then maybe you can find something that that actually lands. Hmm. So so who are your favorite authors? Uh well, I really like. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I really, you know what? A lot of my authors that I love, I cannot pronounce their name. Okay. I can't for the life of me. Uh, but it's either like Lay or Lee, Lay Bardugo. Okay. Um, she, she was the person uh, who wrote. The Ninth. Did she write The Ninth? Was it? Uh, no, but she was she was the person who wrote Shadow and Bone, Six of Crows. That, uh, that okay. universe. I really like her. Okay. And I like. Uh, uh, to uh, again pronunciations yeah. of like Tui Sutherland, Sutherland. Okay. Um, but she wrote she wrote Wings of Fire and the Menagerie series. Okay, I really like Wings of Fire. I like dragons. Mm. So that's that's a good one too. And Brandon Sanderson because he writes a lot of really good stuff. And that's that's yeah i i like a whole lot of authors basically any anything anything that i'm currently reading at the moment they are my favorite author <laughs> okay what would you ever change genre or are you fantasy all the way uh yeah i'm i'm basically fantasy and a little bit of sci-fi dystopian i just i just love fantasy a little bit too much because for me um, I, <laughs> well, there's this thing that I kind of struggle with. Uh, I have a lot of social anxiety. Uh, and so I kind of feel like, you know, uh, like 
like um, I really want people to like me. Basically, I want I want to be useful. And so, reading fantasy where the protagonist is sometimes the only person who can who can go on this quest and save the world, that's really appealing to me. So I'm totally fine with the chosen one trope because I want that to be me. <laughs> oh, okay. so I I love going on like sorry, but like I, I love main characters who are like all the pressures on them and they have to complete everything and and they're the only one who can do this task which is mainly only in fantasy and that's something that i really love so i'll always love fantasy interesting so do you think reading uh you know uh, can help teenagers specifically with 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 social anxiety or or is it writing like do you think reading helped you and um, it can help others? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I've i always read. Uh, that's just something that I, I really love doing and I was able to just take a break and relax and especially reading. Reading is really relaxing. I do really like watching TV and movies, but reading is really nice. You can use your imagination. You can just sit down and curl up in a blanket. Uh, so that has really helped me with anxiety and it does with a lot of other people with anxiety. Another thing is um, you can always try journaling or poetry, just writing down your thoughts. Like if you have negative thoughts or if you had a bad day, you can just sit down and write out your feelings and that's always an option. As for me, I actually, <laughs> this uh, how I write is that I, I try to take my own character flaws and put them in my characters. And then when the characters go through their arc and, and um, be better at the end of the story, it kind of helps me personally. That That's what happened with uh, a lot of Stone Cold because the main character is very anxious. She's a lot like me. She basically has every single character trait that I do to an unreasonable extent. <laughs> the my my family read this book and they were and they were asking if it was basically me in the book. It is kind of basically me in the book, but uh she has a lot of anxiety and she's very imperfect and I was able to help her throughout the story and that was really nice and it kind of helped me too. Hmm. Fascinating. Um, so the, your next book is, is going to be the same, the same genre and the same, like, how would the next book differ from Stone Cold? Well, it, it's the, it's the sequel. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's, it's basically, it's basically the same genre. Uh, although the format is a little bit different because in the first book, the main character spends a lot of time just in the palace in the kingdom uh dealing with all this stuff she's basically like walking around it's very character driven uh but in the second book it's kind of more plot driven and there's a lot there's a lot more scenery a lot more traveling it's kind of like more action so mm -hmm. that that's how it's gonna play out hmm. you mentioned something um, in the beginning of this chat about a writing group that you have a writing group so how did you meet the group uh, what are, what is the the age of the group, and do you meet in person or via Zoom? Uh, well, they're just they're just my age. It's more like well, it's more like an unofficial writing group. Okay. Because 
I just have a whole lot of friends that are interested in writing and we live in the same neighborhood. Our houses are really close to each other. Mm. So as we were taking the bus in the morning, we would just talk about writing ideas and bounce ideas off of each other, character concepts, world building, stuff like that. And that that's what we've been doing for years. And I like it. I'm <laughs> my my other friends, uh, again, they're 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 artists and they kind of like art more than writing. And so both of them write, but I'm the only one who's ever actually finished anything. Mm. <laughs> that's that's funny. But we still talk about book ideas and it's really nice. Why do you think you're the only one who finishes? Uh because I'm not an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, I makes you, what, what makes you keep going? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it does, it does help that that's the one hobby that I have. My other two friends who are, who are uh, interested in writing, um, they, <laughs> they like art more than writing. And so they tend to focus on their art. Uh, so, and I just, I just really, really like writing more than um <laughs> more than anything basically i mm -hmm. i love stories um and my friends don't have that they're they're again they're more focused on drawing and then that's how they express themselves so they come up with ideas and and they're saying hey sarah um you could use this idea can can you like steal it from me or sarah i have this idea and i've outlined literally the entire plot can you just type it out for me because I don't have the time because I need to paint for five hours. <laughs> uh, I see. So, okay. So, you know, as you know, I, I talk to a lot of, uh, of authors and inspiring authors and, you know, maybe it's just me because <laughs> that's the word that I'm kind of involved in, but there's a lot of people who, who want to write books, who are publishing books, who are trying to publish their books. So what, what would make anyone stand out as as, as a writer or as an, an author in your opinion what would make the writing unique hmm. well hmm, let's see uh well me being this young certainly helped that, mm -hmm. was, that was kind of nice a whole lot of people are just impressed because of that um although um Oh, uh, a good reason to make your writing uh, unique is to um, immerse yourself in a lot of different stories, a lot of different cultures. Um, I watch TV from all over the place. I watch Chinese soap operas. I watch anime, which is from Japan. Um, and and one really good thing about that is that um, all these people have... Um, different stories and different plots and characters mm -hmm. that you don't see anywhere else mm -hmm. and that and that lets your writing be a little bit more unique because you're taking concepts from other cultures and 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 <laughs> and other sources and if you kind of mash that together you can create a story that's pretty unique hmm, yeah that's that's a good point. That's a very good point. Is is just being exposed to other cultures. So be, before we conclude, Sarah, do you have any final thoughts, tips, uh, comments that you would like the readers or the listeners to to know about, especially for 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 young authors? Hmm. Well, 
anyone who likes writing can definitely just start writing if they want. You don't even have to publish anything. It can just be for yourself. And I'd recommend writing to a whole lot of different people because I think that everyone has a story to tell and everyone has their own unique perspectives on things. And there's certainly not a shortage of stories in the world, but we could always use some more. <laughs> so if anyone has been thinking about writing or wants to write, but is just um, bogged down by not being able to publish anything, just keep writing. You don't have to publish anything. It's just for yourself. And for me, writing has really helped me dealing with my own character flaws. Mm -hmm. So you could try that too. And again, I'd always recommend a writing group. Yeah. <laughs> Friends are nice, especially if you bounce ideas off of them, because sometimes you have writer's block and a story concept isn't working out as well. And you can get someone's opinion, which is, <clears throat> which is always incredibly nice. And yeah, just just keep writing. <laughs> that's that's my advice. Great. Uh, well, Sarah, this this has been really inspiring. Um, I'm so impressed uh, by your tenacity and by your work, by your dedication, and um, you know, you inspire me. And I hope you you know, I'm sure you you inspire others. So please keep doing it. I can't wait to. Uh, read more of, of your work and hear more about you and you know maybe in a few years you'll be the the next uh jk rowling but <laughs> keep trying well, maybe not jk rowling <laughs> she did was sort of impossible but no no well nothing is impossible so yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh thank you everyone for uh watching or listening to another episode of read and write with natasha until we meet again <laughs>